0: Hey, hello. Welcome to episode 310 of Sack King's Therapy, Calm Before the Storm 2023 Free Agency. So, uh just wanted to get a quick episode in uh before free agency officially starts tomorrow. We don't know how long it's going to be before the dust settles, probably one day, two day. We don't I don't know. So, I'm just going to just give some quick thoughts uh before we get into it just Kind of a, I guess, is it a palate cleanser? I don't know. To set the table, I guess, for what to expect tomorrow. Um, Fong is not here again. He's just, it's been really hard to schedule with him as of late. And uh, going forward, it, he's going to be busy uh, this summer. So we'll probably won't be seeing him for the time being. I don't know when he'll return. But, you know, when he returns, it will be a good day. But until then, you're stuck with me. Whether you like it or not. And that's how things are going to work. Anyways, so uh, some stuff has happened around the Kings since the last episode. Uh, reports came out, or I, I forgot which specific day it was. It might have been Tuesday night, I think, or like Monday night. Uh, James Ham let out a cryptic tweet saying that things change very quickly um, during this time of year, something along those lines. And then it was, uh, and then he tweeted out that. The Kings are now back at the table with uh, Harrison Barnes regarding a ex, regarding an extension. And today, uh, this is Wednesday evening. Um, the Kings have now uh, reached an extension agreement with Harrison Barnes. Uh, three years, uh, fifty-four million. I I, th- I think this is a pretty good deal. For Harrison it is on the higher end like I would have loved to have him back like at you know 15 million a year 45 over three but 54 over three it like you know the you want to secure as much money as you can if you're Harrison and no he should not take a discount if, if I were advising him because guess what if the team is much more likely to to trade or is very likely likely to trade you when it finds a better deal, a better fit. Um, and there's just no, they're just, it, it doesn't make sense if you think about it to remain loyal to a team, taking uh, taking a discount for a team. Because when the grass, when they see that the grass is green on the other side, they're more than willing to move on from you. So it made sense for him to secure as much money as he can. And yeah, he, he got it. He got his money, uh, 18 million per year. I think it's a fair contract for the most part. I, I, i read through King's Twitter, by the way, like just Twitter, Twitter remains undefeated sometimes in terms of just, you know, you see what, you know, I, do you want to call them regular people with the fan base? Like, you know, what the general idea, what the general thought process around the fan bases. And let's just say, like, personally, I was a little disappointed, but I get where they're coming from. Like a lot of them said, this is an overpay for Harrison. But if you think about it, like it's, it's about the going rate for a starting caliber forward, and Harrison is still definitely a um, a starting caliber forward. Like if you like, I thought the Kings, if they wanted to become a contender, they would have to probably upgrade the Barnes position or the Herder position. And the reality is, if you want to upgrade, even if it's like a slight upgrade, like the big like the big one was like Kuzma. Kuzma wants thirty million, and it's just. No, we're not paying you thirty million. Twenty-five is probably the max I'll go. Like somewhere around the twenties would be great, but that's kind of the going rate for starting level forwards. And if you want to upgrade that position, you're going to, have to pay a huge premium. It, you know, depending on what you think, like is Kuzma worth it? We can go back and forth on it. But like, you know, at, at eighteen million per year for a guy that's, you know, still very good. Still very good, a starting caliber forward. He fits your team, and he he provides a lot of a lot of stuff behind the scenes. There's a lot of stuff that he does, um, like both on the court and off the court that make him worth 18 million. And I just think that that's a fair, that's a fair assessment for where for you know where Harrison is and like the going rate for starting forwards. Like you know KC, I don't always agree with him, but like Dylan Brooks is probably getting 15 million. And Harrison Barnes is a better player than Harris than Dylan Brooks, however you want to, however you want to break that down. So that's just a going rate for a small forward. and it is what it is. Like the thing with Barnes is that he's not a very sexy player. like he doesn't do flashy dungs. He's not a lockdown defender. he's not a knockdown shooter. He's not a, like an incredible finisher at the rim. He's not exactly like great at anything. But he is definitely a good version of a jack-of-all-trades guy. A guy that plays solid defense, can contribute on the offensive end. Like, this is one, this is a stat, like, people were, a lot of people were throwing out. Like, Barnes, you know, scored, you know, only had a usage rate of 16.8%. Like, tied for 7th highest, um, on tied for 7th highest on the team. Yet he averaged 15, let's see. Yeah. He averaged 15 points per game. And the, the idea of that is that he, he averaged 15 points a game using like taking up as few possessions as possible. And that's just something you need on a good team, a guy that doesn't need the ball in order to be effective. He plays solid defense. He's not great on defense. He plays solid defense and you know, he's a, he's a shooting threat and he's just a, he's just the guy who's just overall solid is not going to do anything stupid and it's just going to be a consistently good player on your team you need players like that on on your team whether you like what what you know depending on what kind of team you are like it doesn't matter you just need a guy like harrison Barnes. so overall like it, it, i was disappointed in seeing just how the fan base seemed just tired of him like they a lot of them I felt just wanted wanted a change, like wanted to change, wanted like to replace Barnes for the sake of replacing Barnes. Like, you know, I, I, I got, well, I didn't get into it. I had a I had a discussion with uh, a guy named Allen Cow, probably a wonderful guy, but i like, I disagree with his take where, you know, paying 15 million is an overpay for Harrison Barnes. Let's pay Jalen McDaniels, $12 million. You know, let, let's pull up Jalen McDaniels stats. God damn it, I should have pulled this up. Jalen McDaniels. Let's see. Let's real quick. Yeah, Jalen McDaniels <laughs> averaging 10 points a game on a shitty on a shitty Hornets team. Like it it like that's that's what we're talking about. Like, sure, could he have a lot of potential, but for 12 million? No, I'm not doing that. Like a guy has not done anything in this league. And it's like Harrison is a better player than him. Like there's no real two ways about it. And you know, I, I'd rather just like keep Harrison in that case because again, he you know he fits in the system, he knows how to play within Mike Brown system, and he and he does everything you like. He's a Swiss Army knife. He, he's just not very sexy, and he is he is getting up there in age, but he's still a very good contributing player who pro, who like isn't gonna hurt your team. There is no argument that this move makes you worse next year because the Kings, they're probably going to get, you know, internal improvement from just about everyone. And they're going to probably bring bring in uh, Sasha Vazenkov. So, like, just with those moves, you're probably a better team next year. Now, slightly better, is that enough to kind of keep the Kings, like, you know, on the upper tier of the Western Conference? Who knows? The, the West is going to be crazy next year, probably. Or maybe it's not. You don't know. But like the kings, they maintained. Now it's up to kind of the rest of like what they're gonna do tomorrow. Where are they gonna be able to sign? You know, they're they're probably they're gonna be out of the big fish hunting. Like they're probably out of the Kuzma thing. Jeremy Grant is probably staying with Portland. Chris Middleton, I never really thought I had a chance. Um, like Draymond Green, I don't, I, I get the defensive part, but he he hurts you so much on offense. Like you could even say he stomps a hole. He stomps a hole in the chest of your offense. Like what's just, you know, his lack of shooting. And I don't, I don't hear people talking about this enough. One of the worst finishers at the, in the, at the rim, in the league, just hands down, cannot finish around the rim. And you know, like that takes you out of, you know, big fish hunting. So the Kings are probably looking to add a mid tier player. Like a lot of people are throwing around Bruce Brown's name, like, Bruce Brown is like linked to just about everyone with the mid-level and or like cap space. Like weirdly enough, Indiana is like really competing with the Kings on a lot of this. Like uh, there was a report that Indiana was really interested in Harrison. So you know they're you know they they strike out on that. So they're probably looking at Bruce Brown. So you know Bruce Brown, he's interesting. I do feel he's a bit overrated now by like a lot of internet people. Like even with people I respect. I'm not saying they're wrong like they could very much be right about like Bruce Brown being good. Like he was a very important contributor on the Nuggets team. But like is he really worth like, you know, like in the 15 million range? Debatable. He he's good, but like the Kings I think need a little bit more size. Uh personally, like Bruce Brown would be interesting. He definitely would be he definitely would help the Kings. Um but let I don't know, I don't know if he's going to stay with the Nuggets. But like it looks like a lot of teams are gonna be hunting him, like paying him upwards of 12 million, 12 million to 15 million. I mean, I would, I would kind of I gonna throw the tires. The Kings have 18 million. Let's see what they can do with that cap space. Um so ultimately, like, you know, it cool like they're probably out of the Kuzma thing. Um, and they're gonna they're gonna have to tinker around the edges a little bit more than pro- than they probably like. We'll see what they do. Ultimately, I think this is a good move. You, you, you definitely maintained um you know your level of play for next year. And they were likely gonna use a portion of the remaining cap space to extend some bonus um locking up long term, lock him up long term, and then probably go from there. Like you I think you still have like if you once you go over the cap, you have you start you get exceptions, and there you can kind of fill out some death pieces. Um so we'll see what the kings do. Um, yeah, other than that, I don't really have anything else, um, I guess we'll talk quickly talk about why Kuzma is unlikely to come to the Kings, well, Houston is ready to throw its cap space around, they have $60 million in cap space, and, you know, with with James Harden, uh, although that's a whole other situation all ends so up probably not heading over there in free agency, they're reported to probably sign Fred Van Vliet to, I think, a two-year $80 million contract, which is insane for a guy who like routinely shoots under 40% but look they need adults they need a point guard I don't know Fred is that guy but like they need a point guard and there might not be like exactly like a crazy amount of money left for Kuzma after that so I don't know what the deal is like possibly the Kings could still make a run on him but you know very unlikely just because you know he's he wants money and the kings are probably not going to offer him even the full 18 million so like he's going to have to probably swallow his pride and like look if a guy like just is really focused on money you like is that really the best thing in the world now granted if i were him i'd be focused on the money but at the same time like you know he's come like if he's coming to sacramento he better be coming over here to win and it looks like his priority is more towards you know getting paid and probably having a bigger role like I heard, you know, he he's he doesn't he doesn't want to go back to just spotting up in the corner and not doing much for for a an offense. And he wants to have a primary role type thing, or at least like a, a big role in the offense. He could be that on the Kings, but you know, like he he definitely is an ambitious person. And he's he wants to do more. And I don't know if the Kings will be able to offer him that. So, you know. It, it sucks that the Kings looks like they're out of the big fish hunting. We'll see tomorrow. I might have to eat my words here. But, like, you know, the there weren't that many amazing options. Like, I've watched a point of – or I listened to Point of Contention today. And, like, you're talking – like, Harrison was, like, a top five option out there. And then you have, like, Jeremy Grant. You have um, Bruce Brown, I guess, if you want to – like, you have Jeremy – yeah, you have Jeremy Grant, Kuzma, and those guys. And then you have, like, Harrison there just weren't that many options out there, or if you want to go, if you want to be like Alan Cal, like Jalen McDaniels, but there was just weren't that many options out there, and, you know, the Kings opened up their, you know, cap space, and you were hoping that they would do something with it. Now, it still remains to be seen what they're going to do with the rest of that cap space, but it it, it is disappointing, at least for now, it, but I'm not I'm not willing to just, you know, I'm not willing to Throw, throw out the jury on this one, I, I think is the saying. I, I don't know. I'm not willing I'm not willing to grade them just yet. We have to wait till at, when free agency actually starts. Maybe they secure something with Kelly Hoobray or, you know, like maybe they added some depth. We'll, we'll see what they do tomorrow. But overall, this is, um, this is how free agency starts. And I think it's a good move, despite what the seemingly majority of Kings fans think. Harrison Barnes is a good player, and I'm glad he's back with the Kings. Okay, well that's all I have for now. There there might be other stuff uh, going on. Oh yeah, James Harden. Uh, yeah, he he's looking to be traded. Um, I don't know where. That's interesting. It looks like he wants money, but it doesn't look like he's going to get it from Houston, so we'll see what they do. Um, no, the Kings should not trade for James Harden. <laughs> no, or Kyrie Irving for that matter. And, Draymond Green, like, sorry, it lasted for, what, like, 24 hours? Warriors fans were actually kind of tweeting about it. I wonder if they're serious, whether the Kings were going to steal Draymond Green from... Look, he's a hard fit on just about any other team, any team other than the Warriors. Like, Steph Curry is what makes him on offense. Like, sure, he's a good passer, he cannot create, and he's one of the worst finishers in the league who doesn't space the floor. Brilliant defensive player... But, like, the offense is tough. So, anyways, that's all I have. Um, So, we'll see what happens tomorrow. Um, And then we'll probably have an episode. I don't think it's going to be tomorrow because I do want to wait, like, an extra day in case, like, there's some other stuff that needs to be hammered out. So, I'll probably come back uh, two days from now on, probably an episode on Saturday. Uh, Until then, uh, hopefully you guys have a great day. Thank you guys for listening. I'll catch you guys back on the next one.